This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Hello, and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Michael Anthony, and this is Golden Years Financial Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show, please feel free to give us a call at 574-968-7926 or visit us online at goldenyears-advisors.com. And while at our website, please feel free to click on the radio page to check out our past shows or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Please do not hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting at some point in time. So... The calendar has turned and it is finally October and in many parts of the country and in here in Indiana, it's starting to get a little bit chilly. And uh, even though I do love the fall, that to me means winter is right around the corner and that's a little creepy. But speaking of creepy, (laughs) Halloween is going to come first. One of the spookiest times of the year. And while Halloween is probably going to look a little bit different this year because of the ongoing pandemic, there is still ample opportunity to enjoy life a bit, throw on a witch's hat, throw in some vampire teeth, and enjoy some tricks or treats. So with Halloween in mind, we're going to discuss some of the potential retirement mistakes you can make and you know the potentially hair-raising impact that they can have on your post-working life. But before we dive any deeper into potential retirement mistakes, let me first introduce my favorite ghoul. I mean, uh, co-host, Tony. How are you doing today, Tony? <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. Uh, I am quite ghoulish. I- I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> I've actually had a great week and uh, feel pretty good. I love the fall. It's my favorite time of year. But yeah, that does mean uh, Halloween is coming up. Now, how have you been? Are you keeping busy? And I noticed uh, we're missing our fearless leader, right? Yes, Kevin? we are. Kevin is not in the office today. Wow, he actually took a day off. That's a rare occurrence. So I know for it's, him. I'm happy for him. I'm sure yeah. he's enjoying some time with my mother, and uh, yeah. they're just getting away and out of the office for a little bit. Try to nice. enjoy some of the normal life things that we can do nowadays here and there. Yeah. So how about you? What have you been up to? Are you keeping busy holding the fort down? Always staying busy. Always staying busy. So just. A lot of work and uh, meeting with some clients. I really can't complain. Life is pretty good. Yeah, that's good. You know, and I love this time of year, though, uh, Michael. I mean, plastic skeletons hanging from porch hooks and giant inflatable Frankensteins. All of the sweet candy. (laughs) The sweet, sweet candy. (laughs) Uh, But speaking of Frankenstein, I like to remind people that, well, the name of the mad scientist who created the monster was Frankenstein. Uh, the monster actually didn't even have a name, uh, the poor guy, right? Yeah, you know what? You are right. I'd completely forgot about that. That's yeah. kind of ironic. Yeah. yeah. Huh. A lot of people think the monster's name was Frankenstein, but that was uh, the name of the mad scientist. So 
Anyway, Very I don't think he I ever, think he ever just, named the monster. It was just called the monster. I think we should just go ahead and stop the show. We learned everything we needed to learn today just from that. I appreciate it, Tony. Yeah, yeah, nice little factoid, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But we're going to talk a little bit about some retirement mistakes today that I mentioned earlier. And uh, you know what, Tony? Our inspiration for today to look at some of these potential retirement mistakes is from a Kiplinger article and it's called the 16 retirement mistakes you will forever regret. And honestly, a number of the items that are mentioned in the article are bound to give you some nightmares more than possibly some of these horror movies that we're watching right now. So the first potential mistake that the article urges us to avoid, like, you know, perhaps the house with lights off during trick or treat is hastily relocating. You know, if you live somewhere like in the Midwest where we're currently located and you live in a four season climate, the notion of a cold winter does not always sound the best. Going out and snow blowing in your driveway isn't always the best way to enjoy your retirement. But you also have to think on the opposite side. If you move someplace warm, for example, are you entirely sure that you'll be OK living in a community that you aren't familiar with and Will golf, walks on the beach, you know, afternoons around the pool really make up for being a long distance away from family and friends? Yeah, those are the questions you have to ask. And you know what, Michael, in my mind, you should probably visit uh, your potential relocation destination a few times before you take the plunge, not just once or twice. Uh, I'd say at least three or four and I, it probably is a good idea to even rent for a while before you buy a home. Uh, and who knows, maybe your new hometown wouldn't get into the Halloween spirit as much as your current home. And to me, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> You're completely right, Tony. And I think the idea of renting sounds like a fantastic idea before fully making that decision to buy, before you're able to fully get accustomed to the area. And, you know, maybe if you rent for a while, you're going to find a better deal, perhaps, rather than buying right off the bat. So, Tony, another strategy mistake that can certainly turn a dream into a nightmare very quickly and can send cold shivers down your spine is falling for a financial scam. And this really happens way more often than we would like to admit. But more than 3 million Americans filed fraud complaints with the FTC in 2016 because of all this scamming going on. 37% of the individuals that filed these complaints were 60 and older on altogether the amount of funds that were forked over to these individuals calling on the phone were 744 million dollars um and that's just Whoa. really a shame it really is so yeah, that's crazy isn't it wild i mean the, the really if something doesn't feel right it probably isn't right. And everyone kind of has to keep that in mind. I mean, if it it's unfortunate, you see it a lot again, a lot with some of the elderly citizens and hey, I'm your grandson. Um, I got in trouble. I need some cash. Will you wire transfer me a little bit? Just ask questions. Ask more questions. Yeah. Yeah. There, a lot of these scams target seniors, too. And that's sad. And I, I guess you, you have to stick to that timeless wisdom that if, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I mean, it's like when you were a kid and heard a rumor that someone was giving away king-size candy bars on Halloween, uh, but then when you got there, it was just the fun size. And there's absolutely <laughs> nothing fun about the fun size. <laughs> right. I'm more of a king-size candy bar kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. So another potential mistake that we should work to avoid is the idea that you're actually going to be able to work 
longer than age 65 if you want to. Um, so a kind of interesting fact that this article brings up is that over half of the respondents intended to work past their 65th birthday. But what the true kicker is, is only one in five people older than 65 are still employed. And that's a stat from the U.S. Department of Labor, which is just kind of crazy. So the, the thought is, is maybe you just won't be able to hold on to your position at that age anymore. You know, if you get let go, it might be a little bit difficult to find that job again. So in the aspect of financial planning and retirement planning, you know, even if you do want to work until 72, it might be a good idea to at least create a target goal of 65. And if you work extra years, just consider that a bonus and extra funds that are being added to your already created and prepared plan. Yeah, I, I think that's good. And I think a lot of people may see their own perspective actually change on this one. If you're in your early 50s, you may love your job and can easily imagine staying put for another 20 years. But then once you get into your early 60s, you might be at a point where retirement can't come fast enough. You just never know. So your strategy uh, has to be able to address a few different scenarios, doesn't it? I couldn't agree more. That's an absolutely great point, Tony. The next potential mistake that we're going to talk about is putting off savings for retirement. So there is a survey from Bankrate that notes that many respondents older than 50 expressed high regret at waiting too long to start putting funds away for retirement for their post-work lives. Um, and that's really kind of a shame to hear that. I, I think something that we really have to emphasize as families is discussing finances more often, discussing you know, the amount of income that's being brought in, emphasizing savings and socking X amount of money away to children. And that that's just something that really shouldn't happen. I think a big problem with that is not talking about finances as a family to get prepared for that ahead of time. So I think that has to be taken into account. Well, you're right, Michael, and we've had a great show so far today, but our time is almost up for this segment. We should probably take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Yeah, I would just like to encourage our listeners to please feel free to visit our website, which is goldenyears-advisors.com or give us a call at our office at 574-968-7926. Anybody on our team would be happy to discuss any of the questions or concerns that you might have or help you reach your financial goals. That's what we're here for and we love doing it. Well, yeah. And during our show today, we've been marking the Halloween season by discussing some of the spookiest potential retirement mistakes you can make. And uh, we're not talking uh, spooky like your old candy corn. We're talking about the kind <laughs> of spooky that can take a bite out of your wallet, uh, so to speak, uh, pun intended. It sounds like uh, potential retirement mistakes are just lurking in the shadows, getting ready to jump out and scare us. Is that right? Oh, they always are. But knowledge is power and knowledge is key. So do your research, find out the information, or at least know somebody to reach out and contact that you can trust and rely upon to you know, be able to stay away from those monsters lurking in the dark. Uh, one of the things I'm going to mention next is something that we've already talked about a lot. And if you want more information, please go back and visit that podcast about Social Security. But again, claiming Social Security is a cornerstone to retirement. And when someone turns 62, they might want their money right away. But you have to also realize that 
you might decrease the funds you're receiving every month by as much as 30% for the rest of your life. Whereas if you decided to take your benefits at full retirement age, which right now is between ages 66 and 67, you'd receive 100% of that benefit for the rest of your life. And every year after that, it is that full benefit is going to be increased by 8% until age 70. And that can make a huge difference. So if someone's still working or I can let one of theirs roll up, that big seven O is a magic number sometimes. Oh, definitely. I can't think of many things more worrying than leaving money you're entitled to just sitting on the table. So I guess if you're in good health and you enjoy your work, there's clearly a lot of economic incentive to work until you're 67 or 70 if you're able and let that uh, amount roll up for Social Security. I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. Retirement and Social Security is a lot like Halloween. It's super exciting, but every kid knows not to go out trick-or-treating at three or four o'clock. You got to wait for just the right time when you know you're going to get the most candy. And it's the same thing for when you file for Social Security. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. So the next mistake that we're going to talk about that could potentially occur is borrowing from your 401k. Um, on, on the surface, taking a loan from your 401k can seem like a good idea if your plan allows you to do borrowing, that is. And the only downside is, is you're probably going to have to pay that off. Not probably, you're definitely going to have to pay that 401k loan off. And it's usually done within five years, but with interest on top of that as well. But short of an actual emergency, you probably just shouldn't borrow from your 401k. Those are retirement funds. They have a purpose let those be for that purpose. Even if you have to alter their lifestyle for just a little bit, if it has a purpose, it's part of a plan. Keep it as part of that plan. Right. There you go. And I think that's great advice. And, uh, you know, let's not forget about that interest you mentioned. I mean, if you borrow from your 401k, you're going to end up paying the interest with after tax money before paying taxes on that same money again, after you retire. So to me, that's a, a scenario that's spookier than any horror movie villain right there. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I couldn't agree with you more. So the next potential retirement mistake we're going to bring up might seem a little counterintuitive at first, but it makes sense when you think about it. The mistake of getting rid of too much stuff too soon. So minimalism is all the rage this day. You know, let's downsize. Let's use only exactly what we have to. And that's great. I, I do think getting rid of things is nice. But when you're in retirement and you have a lot of extra time on your hands, if you find your time leading you to a target or a goodwill, that might not be necessarily ideal if you got rid of so much stuff. And let alone if you got rid of it so quick that you misplaced important things such as legal work or a will or you know something that you know you're going to have to buy soon if you get rid of it. So just have to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. So uh, it's really important to, to remember all these things, Social Security, 401k, uh, interest. And that's definitely a hair raiser. I mean, obviously, a lot of retired people out there are probably thinking about downsizing from the home that they grew up, you know, raised their kids in to something more manageable. My wife and I are already thinking about that, and we still have kids at home. So uh, that means a lot of possessions have to go. Uh, 
Uh, but don't forget how it felt a week after Halloween when you discovered your mom had thrown out the rest of your trick-or-treat loot because she assumed you didn't want it anymore. Yikes. I still have nightmares about that constantly. <laughs> well, yeah, this has been a spooky conversation so far, Michael. What do you have next for us? Yeah, so the next item that we're going to talk about, I think, is one of the spookiest items. So once you finally put in that last hour, you finally punch the clock for the last time, most individuals are ready to go see the country, are ready to go see the world. And with that in mind, what do you think we should look at? A timeshare. That always seems like such a great idea at the time. But there is a mountain of evidence suggesting the opposite. Honestly, we, we have a lot of different clients. I can only think of two clients in my head right now that truly love their timeshare. Normally, most individuals come in here and say, this is awful. I can't wait to get out of this. Because the idea is that beyond the money you first pay, there's maintenance fees and there's assessments for renovations. And don't forget about the travel cost to and from your timeshare. And the real kicker is, is if you decide to change your mind and you want to take a time out or get out of that contract with for your timeshare, the market is super saturated, which means that selling isn't going to be easy and most people can't get out of their timeshare. Yeah, yeah. You know, the feeling you get in a vampire movie when the music turns ominous and the coffin lid slowly opens. Uh, I get the same kind of feeling whenever I hear the words timeshare. I I absolutely <laughs> do as well. And I think it's important that if someone wants a timeshare, just literally bring it up at a family dinner. And I can guarantee you at least a quarter of them probably have a timeshare and talk to them about it and see if it's a right fit for you or not. I'm sure they'll be more than willing to discuss it. They're either going to be fully for it or heavily against it. Yeah. So the next potential mistake that I'm going to talk about real quick is long-term care. And I, I know it's ominous oh. thinking about your own mortality. Yeah, but, this is a bad one. But tis the season, right? Right. So... As this article mentions, in 2019, the national medium cost for assisted living was $48,000, which is quite a significant amount. And then a real kicker is for a nursing home, it was over $102,000. And that's a lot. When it yeah, comes for to a private for a private nursing home room, to oh have a gosh. private room and assisted living uh, care facility. Yeah, it's over $10,000 a month in many of them. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really huge. So when it comes to long-term care, I highly urge our listeners to meet with a financial services professional to go over at least potential options. Sometimes long-term care is just part of life and you know there's a spin down, but it's always good to discuss it ahead of time. It's very yeah. important. Well, you, you don't have to go it alone. I think it's, it is it is important to work with a financial professional, uh, somebody you can trust like yourself and Kevin there. I know that's something that you help your clients out with. And, you know, yeah, I think you're right. Things like long-term care aren't fun to talk about or contemplate, but if you get a good, you know, a good strategy or plan in place, you can move on with your life and focus on the happier things. I mean, it's like eating the one apple in your trick-or-treat bag before you start on the candy bars and suckers, right? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely right. I do remember getting some apples back in the day. That was always the worst, but, you know, I had all the good things <laughs> afterwards. So that's a perfect analogy for it. Putting off legacy planning and long-term care kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. So as far as legacy planning goes, remember 
dying without a will may mean that your assets end up in probate or it may mean that your assets are going to go to somebody else that you don't necessarily want them to. It is very important to plan out legal work and long-term care ahead of time. If your legal work's not in place, it's going to take a really long time to divide those assets and it might go to a relative that you barely know in some situations. So you have to be careful, careful about that. But once you're done with it, I mean, as you mentioned, we go off to the snap the snickers and candy bars and it's a breath of relief honestly it just makes you feel so much better and you're able to enjoy the aspects of your retirement so much more well yeah definitely i mean for the most part uh, retirement is about having fun and enjoying your new freedom but you also have to take care of business right absolutely i couldn't agree with you more right there tony um the next thing that we're going to talk about is borrowing against your home this is a, this is just another temptation that you really need to think about ahead of time. If you've lived in the same home for many years and you've either paid it off or you have a considerable amount of equity, that's fantastic. That's really wonderful, especially if you paid it off and no longer have payments. Sometimes it's best to keep it that way, whereas you might be able to get a large chunk from a loan. Just, you got to think, do I really want to go through all these payments again? You know, in some cases, it might make more sense to sell the house to help cover whatever cost you had and maybe downsize a little bit. That way you don't have to make any more payments. You can possibly still have a large amount of equity or the smaller house paid off. And that's a, often a really nice way to go. Uh, yeah, it all comes down to strategy. Like you say, when you first borrow against your home, that cash infusion might seem like a real treat. But once the monthly payments begin, it marks, you know, it probably starts feeling more like a trick, right? Absolutely. You're completely right on track. So we've had a lot of fun talking about Halloween and using some not so spooky, spooky language to liven up our topic a little bit and make it more enjoyable because I, I mean, it really helped me get in the spirit. How about you? Oh, definitely. I think this has been uh, another great conversation, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? No, there's not really anything else I have to add more to this topic. If anyone has any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to us. Our number is 574-968-7926, or feel free to visit our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. Again, this is the Swan Song Financial Show, and I'm Michael Anthony, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.